What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. How you doing, buddy boy? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right, man. It was an interesting uh, game week four, so let's get into that. Yeah, it was a weekend where uh, sort of haves and have-nots. Yeah. Either you had Aguero or you, or didn't you did have not him. have Aguero. <clears throat> we did not, which is the first season in I don't know how long. But, you know, these, these price changes that happened uh, this season sort of... <clears throat> sort of caused that to a large degree. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's still all about balance of the team. Yeah. Um, and we'll go through the fixtures in a minute and sort of players that caught our eye. And then um, some strategies uh, for over the international break. So for anybody that doesn't know, uh, we've got about two weeks until the next game. So... Um, Games start back up in the Premier League on the 14th of September, which is a Saturday. So, you know, lots can happen over the international break, and we will cover that in in a second. But, um, you know, we've had I've had a lot of people on Instagram uh, messaging us, looking uh, for ways to squeeze Aguero in and sacrifice, you know other parts of their teams, you know, they're trying to plug in as many of the sort of the must-haves um, as they possibly can, but what it's doing is it causes these imbalances in their squads because somewhere's got to give. Yeah. There's just not enough budget for everything. And it's okay to not have Aguero or even Salah or someone like that or Sterling if you've got a well-balanced team because, again, this is not... FPL is not scored on an individual player. It's scored on the whole of your team. Yes. So it's great to have Aguero in your squad. Um, but if most of the rest of your team is, is pretty poor, then he can't make up all those points on his own. So, um, you know, really strive for balance is, is our biggest piece of advice. And we've been preaching that forever for quite a while. Speaking of, if you notice, at the beginning of the season, everybody was going big at the back. Five premium or maybe four premium defenders at the least, and now that's really shifting a lot. Um, you know, clean sheets haven't been quite what um, what was expected. Uh, attacking returns have been somewhat limited from uh, the defenders that we would normally expect those from. So things are shifting from, a, you know, a, a a five, you know, three two, um, or a four four two formation to a, a three five two. Yeah, I mean, or a three four three. Sort of expected, and I, I didn't think it was a very smart idea in the first place. Considering <laughs> you can make as many for so it's a lot more punishing. Yeah, for the defenders, where if you're an attacker, you can miss right. four open goals. Right. But just put one away. Yes. And you get six points. Right. Where you can, or a, goal, or a, a goalkeeper defender can make four goal line clearances, let's say. Right. But they let one in. Yeah. You get two. Yes. Yeah. It, there's definitely a finer margin of error for defenders for sure. And that's something else that we've been saying all along is that this, this you know, five premiums at the back just, um, and then including a goalkeeper, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
yeah. um, because you're really, really, really banking on clean sheets. Yeah, which, yeah, so which are tough. Of. <clears throat> you know how many uh, you know extra time goals have wiped out a clean sheet? You know, and then your whole whole weekend seems like it's it's shot because uh, you know, especially if you double up on like the Liverpool defenders or something along those lines. So balance is key, and that includes your bench. You know, you don't have to spend a ton of money on your bench, but it's good to have a player or two at least that um, that you can be flexible with, and you can change your formation if you want to. Um, you know, that's why you know players like Cantwell um, and Lundstrom are so valuable because they cost as much as um, the the bottom tiered uh players cost in their positions anyway but yet these guys are are producing yeah <clears throat> which is awesome all right let's go through uh the fixtures kind of quickly and just talk some observations southampton man U, one one another poor performance from the red devils uh they're just bad and they're just not looking this not looking the same as they did against chelsea um no daniel james probably the the one shining that's uh, the only good thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing really to say <laughs> because you, if I try and say that someone like Wambasaka, Wambasaka has been playing quite well. He's yeah. got a lot of tackles, aerial duels won. Mm-hmm. But it's fan fantasy wise, it's irrelevant if they concede. Absolutely. So yeah, like right now, there's really no one that's stand out really right now. No, you know, um, James is. Uh, a popular player in the transfer market right now. Um, he's, let's see, he's in there somewhere. Um, let's see where he ranks. I'm pretty sure he's, uh, yeah. he's quite high. Yeah, um, he is. And, um, you know, this is something, too, where, <clears throat> you know, you, managers need to be careful with jumping players like that. Now, he's an amazing player. Maybe amazing is a little is a little too strong, but he had he had a very, very good game. Seems even in prior games like don't know that he's really going into a lot of teams yet. And this is this season Every other season, random player that came off the bench because someone injured, and if he has a pretty good game, he's you know one of the most players of the weekend. And and of course, as we discussed in the last podcast, this artificially. Creates um, more demand than needs to be, which also drives prices up. It's just uh, sort of a whirlwind of uh, <clears throat> of things that occur when someone unusual does fairly well. So you know, just our advice: um, look look at the under game uh, if you can. Watch them play a little bit. Make sure you see what you like because. Uh, like Josh was just saying about Man United with Juan Basaka, 
even good individual performances can be wiped out by poor team performances. Yeah. So um, important that you sort of put all that together too, because if if the team isn't scoring goals like it needs to, then then having Daniel James doesn't amount to a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and I've seen a lot of people transferring in Vestergaard too. You know, he's had a clean sheet. He's had a goal. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's Southampton guys. Yeah, they're terrible. All of it, you know, he's not all of a sudden this uh, amazing, you know, goal scoring uh, defender that's gonna, you know, save your FPL team. Things will. It's it's week four. He's had a couple of good weeks. Over the course of the season, things tend to right themselves. So um, if you're if you're going for him now, you're probably too late. You should have had him two weeks ago. Yeah. When he was doing these things, because um, there's going to be a lot of games where Southampton are just going to get blown out. And still, even in this game, <clears throat> he he still conceded, which that wipes away pretty much everything. And right. He also just sort of you got to use some common sense. It's investor guard. Right. Has he ever done anything decent? Yes, exactly. That's a great point. Okay. Um, Chelsea 2, Sheffield United 2. Again, Chelsea, much like Man U, just can't seem uh, to get it going. Um, you know, there's no way at home, uh, A, that they should have conceded 2, and B, that sh- they should have dropped 2 points uh, to a newly promoted team. Yeah. Uh, th- there is a positive, though. Tammy Abraham yeah. has been has been lights out so far this season. Abraham has looked really, really good, and... Um, mentioned him over the summer that he's someone that I'm interested to see in how he does. Um, looks like he's pretty nailed on for Lampard now in that starting 11. Uh, Pulisic had another assist, which is nice. He's still yet to score um, a goal in the Premier League. Uh, you know, And then, of course, Mason Mount is another really popular Chelsea player, um, Abraham being highly transferred in this week, which seems like a good investment. Um, so far, now, again, there's still time to go, but um, he is scoring goals. The, the team seems to be funneling the ball to him, so, um, you know, I don't have a big problem with people transferring in. Um, Abraham, you know, uh, not even anywhere close to what they're doing with Vestergaard yeah, at the moment. Right now, he's sort of proven, and he's also he's also cheap in the position that yeah. Is a very sort of uh, toss-up position. Yes. Especially considering you have people like Aguero, who's just right. playing amazing. but Almost that twice bu- as much. But that budget. Not quite, just... but... Um, true. And um, on the Sheffield side, uh, Robinson with a goal and an assist, and now we're seeing him being transferred in a lot, and a similar sort of thing um, to Vestergaard. Just try not to reacts in such a knee-jerk way if you can avoid it like you said use some common sense um, and think about who not only who you're bringing in or would like to bring in but what team they're on too Um, because based on their position it could you could be setting yourself up to fail Uh, Crystal Palace win 1-0 at home against Austin Villa Uh, not a huge surprise there it was nice that Kelly uh, who's on uh, many manager's teams got a clean sheet. So hopefully those that do have him started him like we did. Yep. I think he has a little bit of a knock, but um, 
it's nice that this um, that the uh, international break is here so that he has a little time to to heal. Uh, surprising that Zaha is just like non-existent. Considering the level player he is, especially in previous years, yeah, you expect him to sort of be like the one and only goal scorer yeah. for them, but <laughs> it think. really hasn't been. Leicester City went off against Bournemouth and won 3-1. Jamie Vardy uh, with a double and an assist. Tielemans with a goal and an assist as well. Um, the Frazier-Wilson connection on the Bournemouth side um, got back going this season. Uh, Frazier assisting Wilson's goal. But it was it was pretty much all Leicester City. Uh, Jamie Vardy, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I think he's a really, really good investment because this guy um, – can score goals, yeah, and that's what he's there to do. And he can score multiples and go on long stretches. I mean, he, he what? He set the record for uh, most games with goal scored. Yep, an eleven. Yeah, I and think. the thing is about him as well, he's one of the only players, at least now that I can think of. It's probably just him and Aguero. Yeah, that can consistently score against big teams. Yeah, he uh, has a great record against top six teams. Yes, so it sort of brings confidence. To you when you have him in your team. Yes. Even if he's going at someone like Liverpool. Very true. Um, speaking of top 16s, Manchester City win 4-0 at home to Brighton. Um, Aguero, as we were talking about, lit it up. He had two goals. Uh, De Bruyne had a goal and an assist. Actually, Aguero also had an assist. And then um, David Silva with two assists. Um, you know, as many Man City players as you can fit in your squad is... Always a good thing. Um, a lot of managers, interestingly enough, uh, have received a lot of questions or seen a lot of comments of people asking if maybe it's time to drop Sterling. He didn't score in one game, people. Yeah, one game. Big, big deal. He's still... Prior to this weekend, he was tied for most goals scored in the league, yeah, and now he's in second. Yeah, big deal. Um, it's fascinating. Fascinating that people... The expectations are so out of whack sometimes that it's just amazing to me that um, that that these these topics even come up. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. It's shocking. It's like saying a little so bit. When two years ago, when Mohamed Salah broke the record for goals in season mm. with thirty-two, he played thirty-six matches, which leaves at least four matches he didn't score in. Yes. Does that mean? If he didn't score in one of those matches, you would consider right. getting rid of him. That's exactly what this premise is. Um, I just, it's just interesting. The answer is no. You shouldn't be dropping Sterling. Sterling one without a goal. I would say, uh, if apart from injury, Sterling, Salah, and Aguero, yeah. yeah, are really players that if you have them in your team, yeah, you should never get rid of them. No, no, and all three of them are captain options at any point in any game. Yeah, if you want just just put, just put it on. Yes, and you're you probably have just a good a chance of getting a, a points back. Yes, if anyone else. Yep. Newcastle won. Watford won. Uh, Shar scores on the Newcastle side, and Hughes scores for Watford. Um, believe it or not, uh, have received a lot of questions about um, wanting to bring Hughes into people's teams. Um, again, he had a goal in a game and. Have you ever even really heard of him? Exactly, or, and also, have you ever even considered him for your team before? Yeah, apart from this this one this one game, have you ever thought, you know what? I think Hughes 
will be great for my team. Yes. And also, it's sort of rule of thumb for us. We just don't like Watford players, do we? We don't. Not for uh, not for FPL for sure. Uh, you know, in IRL, um, they're fine. I think they're fine. Uh, but no, uh, not a big fan of having them in my squad. Um, so if you ask us, almost certainly our answer will be, meh, find yeah, somebody unless, else. Unless this guy is going on a 10-game, 10 10-goal 10 streak or something. That's really the only – we're not going to consider them because yeah. they're not proven. West Ham 2, Norwich nil. Aller gets uh, another goal uh, two games in a row, and apparently he's looking – Quite good, um, and he's being brought in, brought into teams, uh, you know, by the thousands as well. Um, I don't have a huge problem with that. Um, I think it's it's okay. Haven't really seen him play a ton, but from the comments that I've seen, apparently uh, he's he looks like the real deal. So uh, if you're sold on him, then by all means, uh, go ahead. Um, Pookie didn't score. This weekend, so does that mean yeah, we should drop him? Out? Yeah, by by most uh, right manager's logic, we need to get rid of him now. Norwich do play Man City uh, when we come back after the international break, but that's okay too. I've seen Pookie on a lot of benches actually for um, for uh, game week five squads, and um, I think that's a mistake. He scored against Liverpool. Um, at Anfield, and uh, that's what these players do. You know, if you're a striker in the Premier League, your your job is to score against top sides exactly. and all sides. So, um, you know, if if you're that big on him, that high on having him, why, I don't understand why he would occupy a spot on your bench ever, unless you know injured for a week. Exactly. Uh, Burnley nil, Liverpool three, uh, Firmino and, uh, Mane with goals and then Salah. It's not listed here. Oh, there was an own goal. Yeah. Own goal. That's right. Um, Salah with an assist. So, um, apparently Salah and Mane had a little, little spat during the game, um, at one point too. So a little bit of love lost. Between those guys, but Firmino, Firmino looks good. Um, oh yeah, that own goal was off of uh, Alexander Arnold's uh, free kick. Yeah, it was quite unlucky. Yes, um, you had some questions about Gomez and Matip. Uh, Matip has been getting all the starts, so I, I don't know how Gomez. Gomez. I don't know how Gomez would factor into the conversation. At all, and it's not that he's been injured because he's been um, on all the team sheets. He just hasn't seen the pitch yet. I just don't think he's a good enough player to make it into the Liverpool starting No, I don't know why that would even come up. Um, Everton 3, Wolves 2. Lots of goals scored, especially early on in the game. Richarlison with a double. Um, Moise Keane gets an attacking return in his first start for the club with an assist, as does Iwobi, who gets a goal. Uh, and Digne, uh finally gets himself an assist, and we get um, get some attacking returns from him. So uh, on the other side, Jimenez with one of Wolves two goals um, towards <clears throat> the end of the game. Um, you know, 
I'm not sold on anyone in that that Everton attack except for probably Richarlison. And actually, um, Sigurdsson had an assist, and I thought he played rather well too. So until I see more on Iwobi or Keane, I want to stick to the guys I know, Richarlison and Sigurdsson, and then, of course, in the back, um, Digne is all good. Um, not big on Spurs or Wolves players this year. Jimenez, maybe. Jota didn't even get the start. Um, <clears throat> Doherty was out uh, injured, I believe an ankle injury maybe. But um, yeah, not not high on Wolves players like I probably was a little more last season. And the thing is, from last season to now, they really aren't the value players anymore. They're not. Like Doherty yeah. is obviously the the value uh, defender. He's yeah. a wing back, yeah. goals, assists. Yeah. It's just not that anymore. Yeah, Lundstrom is kind of the Doherty. Of this season, and then North London Derby ends in a 2-2 draw. Pretty exciting game there. Um, all the big dogs get on the score sheet. Aubameyang with one, Lacazette with one, and then on the Spurs side, Kane and Erickson with one each. Um, Pepe played well. He looked a little hyper and spastic out there. I think if he could control himself a little more... Uh, <clears throat> the chances would come a little more naturally and probably have a better chance of, of converting more of those. Um, but uh, what is he? I think he's $9.5 million. I think yeah. that's a lot of money to invest in someone who's still a bit unknown. Um, I don't know that he would be on our side right now. Uh, Guendozi got a lot of questions about him. He... He did okay. I he, just don't think he's a good... I don't think he's consistent he's, a def, he's more of a defensive mid. You know, you're rarely going to get the attack. A clean sheet. So, I would stay away. And still, Ceballos is a, is a pretty popular transfer in. Um, and he didn't come on until late in the game. So, I'm not quite sure uh, where the value lies with that. There's other players who are his price or even a little cheaper... Uh, like Cantwell, that uh, you can actually rely on to um, to uh, start. Yep. And play, you know, as close to ninety as possible. So, <clears throat> sort of our recap and our take on a lot of players and what to do as far as that. We've talked about um, balance in the squad to allow for flexibility and different formations. All right. The last part then is <clears throat> the international break. A lot of managers play wild cards over the break, or they may even make a couple or a few uh, transfers, which means they'd be taking hits. If you know you're going to wild card, go ahead and play your changes to your team as you want until the deadline. If you are just transferring, hold those transfers until after the international break, unless... It's for players that aren't playing with their country's national teams. Yeah, because of injuries and all this stuff. Right. Injuries, uh, fatigue, things like that can happen. So, uh, and in- inevitably they will um, to the ones you might even least expect it to. So, um, hold on to those those transfers if you're using free transfers. Uh, again, if you're using, uh, if you're using uh, your wild card, then... Go crazy mm-hmm. and uh, 
play with as many formations as you'd like to, and we will continue as we have been doing, uh, commenting on people's teams, giving advice, uh, sort of giving you our take on what we would do if we were faced with that decision or you know had to work with that squad, different things like that. Um, we will continue, and we have been posting uh, people's teams for the community to provide feedback on, but what we're not going to do is keep posting the same template team over and over again. It doesn't benefit the person that's requesting that, and it doesn't benefit the rest of um, the readers of that post. You know, we want to be able to present different versions of squads, um, maybe that people hadn't thought of before. So not only is there value in posting teams uh, for the person seeking the feedback, but there's also value in everyone reading that post because <clears throat> they may see a formation or a combination of players that they hadn't seen before. So, you know, if your team is sort of one of the, the sort of template teams, then honestly, what's, what's quickest and easiest and best for you is to go look at the posts that have that team that is either identically yours or extremely similar to yours and read the comments because the comments are going to be the same that you would get if we posted your team, but you get them a lot quicker. Yep. Um, but no, we will continue to post. We'll continue to give feedback. Um, and I think that's going to do it. Yep. We won't really need to talk about ones to watch uh, or anything too player specific until next week's podcast. So I'm just going to say peace. Peace. And goodbye.
from a captain's standpoint, mentioned um, Kane already, and I think he will be uh, by far and away the most captained player of the weekend. Um, let's see who else would be interesting. Uh, I think Rashford and Martial will be up there as good captain options. I think Vardy could be a good one. A uh, little bit of a risk because of his form, but um, I think he'll deliver against Sheffield. Um, who else? Son, if you're willing to take a gamble that he's going to start, uh, could be a good one. You know, just because Liverpool and Arsenal play doesn't mean that, that you know, their guys aren't going to score goals. Um, but I just think Kane looks to be, uh, without question, the best uh, captain candidate for game week three. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep posting uh, useful information, insightful information, tips on uh, the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Keep coming back. Keep shooting us messages. And uh, that's going to do it. About 30 minutes of chat. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And give us a follow on Instagram. Until later, we wish you nothing but green arrows. And for Josh, this is Gary saying peace and goodbye.